This is episode 600 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article, Teotihuacan versus the Perfect Storm. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version, with some commentary, of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey guys, from time to time I get asked by listeners to the podcast and readers of Prepper Website how they can help support what I'm doing in the preparedness community. Now, I don't have a Patreon or a donate button, but if you purchase from Amazon, you can support me by going through my link. Now, it doesn't cost you anything extra, and I get a small percentage. Now, because I can't put a direct link to Amazon in my show notes, I will have a link to Prepper Website that will take you to a page where you can go to Amazon through my link. Again, thanks for supporting Prepper Website. Guys, welcome to episode 600. I can't believe that we are here at 600 and uh, just really excited and so grateful for all of you who are tuning in. Hey, I want to give some shouts out because I know that I talk a lot of the time when I'm talking about what's going on and uh, excuse me, I'm, I'm going to be clicking here. Maybe you can hear the clicking in the background. I might need to get a quieter mouse, but uh, you know, I, I talk a lot about preparedness and I talk a lot from maybe the United States standpoint, but I'm telling you, there's a lot of people that listen to the podcast that listen to it from other countries in the world. And I just wanted to give some shouts out here because I just you know want to let you know that I, I'm thinking about you. I know that you're listening. And I want to give a shout out to Canada because there's people from Canada that are listening and especially Ontario and Alberta and Quebec, uh, British Columbia. Man, thanks so much for, for listening and being part of the, of the community here from Australia. I have a lot from Queensland and New South Wales and Victoria. Uh, guys, thanks so much for watching from uh, the United Kingdom, from a lot of people from Westminster. And man, I don't know specifically what that is, right? I don't know. Maybe that might be just like uh, an enclave of, of preppers over there. There's a lot of people from from over there, from Sweden, from Stockholm. Uh, man, uh, thanks so much. And even people from China. But anyway, I just wanted to, to give a quick shout out because I was looking over some of the statistics and analytics and I was like man there's people from all over the world listening and I know sometimes I talk a lot about the United States and kind of go from there but man I just wanted to give that quick shout out and and thanks so much for listening to the Prepper Website podcast and especially here as we are in episode 600. So we're going to go ahead and jump to our article of the podcast. This comes to us from Beans, Bullets, Bandages, and You. It's not a very long one, but one that uh, really we need to, to think about and understand that this is a part of preparedness. It's called Teotihuacan versus the Perfect Storm. It's written by Spice over there. And so uh, let's go ahead and jump right into it. I have a little bit of commentary on the back end of it. So here we go. Coming to you from Beans, Bullets, Bandages, and You.com, Teotihuacan versus the Perfect Storm. Now, there's a lot of attention paid in prepper circles to the Teotihuacan, or the end of the world as we know it, event. The one big thing that changes our worlds forever. Well, we ought to pay some attention to those. They do happen, and it's very bad. 
It may be less bad if you're well prepared. And truth to tell, though, most real disasters don't come as the big one, the 50 caliber round through the engine block of your life. They come as the shotgun blast. And one pellet would have been survivable, but not the entire swarm. Most disasters are the perfect storm. Now, the odd thing is that when people notice the real nature of one of these events, they always marvel at it. Why so many things have to go wrong to cause such an awful disaster? It was the perfect storm, as if no one should have ever expected such a thing. We should absolutely expect it, because that's the usual face of disaster. Be they the societal disaster that leaves tens of thousands dead or the personal disaster that leaves you wondering how you're going to cope. It's usually the collection of buckshot that leaves the deep wounds. Now, I was recently, for professional reasons, studying up on the hunger winter in the Netherlands. In the winter of 1944 to 45, roughly 20,000 Dutch died of starvation. Many millions more came very near and suffered lasting metabolic damage. When I first learned of this, I read that it happened because the occupying German army snatched all the food it could to send back to Germany. Now, reading other or German sources, I read it was because Allied bombing prevented efficient transport of food. Summing across all the sources, it seems it was both of these and planting disruption the spring before from the war, and poor summer weather, and early winter onset, and economic losses that undermine the efficiency of the usual source of supply during rationing the black markets. And, well, you get the picture. Any one of those things, or even two or three, and the people would have found workarounds. And then, add them all together, and the city people were in a world of hurt. It wasn't as bad in the villages, the backyard gardens are hard to effectively raid and don't require transport. Just an interesting prepper side note. Now as a diver, I study post-mortems of dive accidents as cautionary tales. A big takeaway from that is that there's no one problem or equipment failure that's likely to kill a diver. Now here's a rundown of the most common sort of scenario. The diver only had a partial tank, but more than enough for the planned dive and she didn't want to hassle with the refill. She noticed a minor glitch in her backup regulator but had forgotten to get it looked at and it worked fine when she tested it this morning. She usually was good at sticking with her buddy but she got absorbed watching some fish drama and very briefly lost track of him. Then she twisted her head to watch a pretty fishy and her mouthpiece broke off. No problem, pull out the backup. The glitch returns and it starts to free flow spewing endless bubbles and obscuring her vision. She can't see where her buddy, her other backup air source is. She heads up to the surface, sipping air from the free flow stream as she trained, but then the tank runs dry. So what's the point of all of this? A reminder that we as preppers shouldn't overfocus on the big one, the Tiatwaki event. We need to keep an eye on the weather and watch for the brewing of the perfect storm events. The individual components can slide under our radar if we're not paying attention. This is especially true if we know we've got a backup plan for any one event. Why would a diver blow off taking care of a regulator? Well, you know how it is. She wasn't really expecting to need that one anyway. It can be a useful habit to think about the buckshot as well as the 50 caliber. What combination of more minor events 
might combine to real trouble. Guys, I want to read that sentence one more time because I think that kind of sums up this whole article as we're talking about that. One, what combination of more minor events might combine to real trouble? All right, so let me go ahead and wrap this article up. It says, okay, so some elements of these perfect storms you just can't stop. Invading armies, bombing armies, and bad weather are not within your reach. But what about where you live? What about the potatoes in the ground that are hard for the invaders to snatch? Most of these perfect storms are a combination of events beyond and within any one person's control. So some factors are within a prepper's reach. The best defense is to mind the details. Keep entropy from eroding the preps. Check to make sure the housemates haven't used the spare batteries. Is that flashlight still in easy reach? How about those emergency contact and financial files? Are those up to date? I admit, buying a big new prep is a lot more fun than dinking about checking on 16 minor ones. But the latter is often time better spent. So don't be surprised when the perfect storm hits. There's always weather. Occasionally, it all hits at once. All right, guys. So very fitting. I'm reading this uh, article as uh, Hurricane Dorian is turning, and it's you know it's out there, and people are looking at it to see you know what kind of devastation is going to come from it. But I think that's the thing, right? Is that there's so many things that come into place a lot of the times when we're talking about. Uh, preparedness when we're talking about uh, these events that cause us to you know to, to to worry if we are truly prepared so I want to touch on a few things as I wrap up my portion here just a little bit of commentary now here's the thing there are things that are in our control and spice talks about this here in this article there are things in our control there are things that are not in our control you can't control what uh, you know, what kind of weather you're going to have, right? You can't control if it's sunny outside or it's raining outside. You can't control if a hurricane is bearing down on you. You can't control what the government is doing, like, in, you know, in Washington, D.C. or whatever government, you know, where whatever country you're living in. You can't necessarily control what the government is doing there. There are so many other things that you cannot control. But what you can control, you should control. What you can Think about what you can prepare for. You should prepare for. How many people get stuck in situations and if they would have just taken a little bit of time that they would have been able to mitigate a lot of the factors that have caused them and their family problems. And guys, when it comes down to it, remember, you are responsible for yourself and you might be the only one responsible in your family to be thinking about these types of things. Now, and that's a that's a big responsibility when you're when you're talking about a family, you're talking about a spouse, you're talking about uh, you're talking about your kids and, and things like that. I mean, there's some people that just don't want to hear about preparedness and don't want to think about like, hey, when the hurricane comes, that's when I'll go to the store, right? And uh, you, so you saw the, you, maybe you heard about the lines and uh, that were wrapped around Costco, trying to get into Costco. And uh, then this was days and days before the, the hurricane was even, I mean, you know, now it's kind of turning, but days and days before it was even hitting uh, Florida. And so, you know, people were, were, you know, running to the stores to prepare because they didn't want to be 
without any kind of supplies. And here's the thing. If you are prepared ahead of time, you don't have to be in that crowd. You don't have to maybe take off from work. You don't have to go stand in hours and hours of crowds and to possibly get one case of water because they're starting to limit it per person so that everybody can have a little bit, right? And so you have these these things that what you can manage, what you can control, you should control. And so that's a very important aspect of being prepared. Understanding there's a lot of things that you can't control, man. There's a lot of things. If an economic collapse comes, you can't control that. You know, if if a pandemic starts, you know, to to run around the world, right? And this global pandemic starts, you there's nothing that you can do to to stop that pandemic from coming to your town or whatever. All you can do is do the things that you can to mitigate that you can be prepared to protect yourself and protect your family. You can put those things. So there are some things that you can control and some things that you can't. And that's one of the important aspects of being prepared is understanding those things, not allowing those things, you know, to to grip you and to cause you a lot of stress and anxiety. It's like, man, I, I, I can't do anything about that, but I can do whatever I can to mitigate the factors that might hurt my family because of this situation. So the another thing, the second thing that I want to talk about is, do you have the ability to critically think even in the midst of stressful situations? So when you are in that perfect storm, when, you know, and I love that idea of it's so many things hitting all at one time, right? The the whole, you know, the, the Dutch, the issue with the Dutch and, and all the starvation, it wasn't just one thing. There's always multiple things that are going on. And I love the analogy of the one shot, you know, the 50 caliber shot. Although if you get shot with the 50 caliber, I mean, that's like devastating, right? Like completely does you in. But, you know, getting shot with, you know, like maybe one little one little buckshot or whatever, you might be able to survive that one, but it's being blasted by all of those that that's what causes the damage and the, that analogy of the perfect storm because it's a lot of little things that start to add up and start to 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 come at you at once. And so thinking about that analogy, a lot of the times you have one little issue that happens in your life. A lot of the times we can kind of process that and we can kind of get through that and we can, you know, figure that thing out. We can find a workaround like Spice was talking about. You can find a workaround, but then it's things that start to to add up, right? Things that start to combine on top of that. And so I was thinking about an example, right? So let's just say that you are not a prepared person. You are not in, you know, you, you're not thinking about preparedness or anything like that. And maybe some of you uh, might be able to think back and say, well, maybe this is, this was me maybe a couple of months ago, a couple of years ago or whatever. But let's just say that you're living life, uh, you're, you're living paycheck to paycheck, and then you have vehicle trouble, right? And so your vehicle trouble, you know, you, you take it into the shop and the mechanic comes out and says, hey, it's going to be $400, $500. And you're, you're like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Because I don't have that spare money. I, I don't have a savings account. I don't have any emergency funds. I don't have anything like that. So, but I need my vehicle. I, if I don't have my vehicle, I can't 
I can't drive. And if I can't drive, I can't get to work. And you start going through all these things. So you take money that would pay for, I don't know, your rent or for food or for whatever it is. And you apply it to your vehicle because you need to be able to have that vehicle to drive. But then it starts this snowball effect, right? Okay, so how am I going to pay for my rent? Or how am I going to pay for food? And then then something else happens, right? Maybe your your hours at work get cut back. And, you know, the boss comes and says, look, hey, we're very sorry. We're going to have to cut you from 40 to 30 hours uh, a week. And, and you're like, oh, man, I can't afford that, right? And so you, you get that. And then maybe all of a sudden your landlord comes and says, hey, uh, we're going to have to increase you know, the, the rent. And so you have all these things start to add up. And if you are not able to critically think, if you're not able to, uh, to, to get through that in the midst, in the midst of all that stressful situation, man, that's what does you in. That's where people just become so overwhelmed. And I think that is a big skill is to be able to, and a, a very powerful skill is to be able to critically think and to be able to, to look at all of this and like, how can I maneuver this? How can I figure this out and, and, and take care of this? And that thing right there takes me to my third point, which is if you have a plan, like if you're facing this situation with without a plan, a lot of the times it's like, okay, you got to come up with a plan. You've got to come up with uh, from, you know, whatever, however you're going to deal with this from scratch. And you're like, okay, from scratch here, I got to do this, 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 and this, and this is, this is how this is going to impact. And so you're coming up with all of this in a stressful situation, right? And so a lot of the times when we're in stressful situations, we don't always think very clearly. It takes practice. And again, that's what I'm saying. You have to have that ability to critically think. Um, you you got to take that fear factor out of it. Fear is the thing that 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 really does us in a lot of this and, and that stress. So all of that takes me to my third point, which is if you have a plan, then you're not starting from scratch. Having a plan is so important. And even if maybe your plan doesn't necessarily have all these other factors involved in it, right? It's not the okay, my, my car is down and I got to pay for it. And the mechanic, uh, my job it cuts back 10 hours a week and my landlord is upping my rent and all of these things that start to happen all at one time, you know, maybe your plan is just for, okay, if I am in an emergency situation and I need some extra money, what can I do? But at least you're not starting from scratch, right? Maybe it maybe it's not a financial situation. Maybe it's a, a health related thing, or you know, all these things combined together. Maybe it's one of those things where you're having to bug out, and it's all these things are combined all together. But being able or having a plan means that you're able to. You're not starting from scratch when you are having to go through this very stressful situation. You have. Uh, some some thought into it. You have some some collateral in there, right? Where you have put a little bit of time and effort and you have it banked, right? You have this plan that's banked and it might not all work in that situation because plans don't always work the way that we think they're going to work. But 
you have some ideas already in place and so that you can start to adapt them and you can start to you know say hey i can use this aspect of the plan and then i can combine it with this other plan that i have and i can make it into this you know this this plan that will start to work the thing is is you don't want that in those stressful situations you don't want to try to figure everything out or you don't want to be able to sit down and, and, and when you are just at a loss and things are hitting you to try to come up with a plan from scratch. And so I think all these things are very important when we're talking about being prepared. You know, you, you got to be prepared for the weather. If, if the weather doesn't work out, you know, and, and you're gardening and you're counting on your garden, what's going to happen if your garden doesn't pull through or you know you don't have that or the water is turned off and you can't water your plants you know what do you have as a, a way to because you're very dependent on that garden what are you going to do how are you going to to eat how are you going to survive you know and and just you start thinking about these little things and you start contemplating how would i get around these things and it takes a little bit of effort and a little bit of mental capacity to be able to do it. But the fact is, is that the perfect storm does come and it, you know, everything configure, you know, comes down and, and converges all at one point. And sometimes those are the things, man, that really just devastate us. And we want to mitigate that. Again, the reason we get prepared, I mean, your reason for preparedness might be totally different than mine, but my, my big reason is because I, I want to take care of myself and my family, right? I want to make sure that when we get to those storms in life, when we get to those emergency situations, that they don't look to me and say, okay, hey, what do we do now? You know, hey, you're the father figure. You're the, you're the role model. You're the one who has some answers. What do we do now? And I don't want to be able to turn around and say, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what to do. You know, what does the internet say? Google it. Or, you know, what is the, what are the authorities on television saying? You know, I'm not, I don't want to be dependent on any of that kind of stuff. I want to have thought about what is the best plan the best route for my family and how can I put things in place now to mitigate those situations again talking about the hurricane I remember and I know that I've shared this before but you know being married and going through a hurricane where uh, we weren't prepared and we went to the store and there was nothing on the, the shelves except for hominy right that's like the last thing that was left I saw a funny picture of, I guess some of the stores that were uh, in Florida and uh, it was all the vegan stuff, right? Everything else was was taken off the, the shelves. Everything else was bare except for the vegan places. Like people don't want vegan food even during a, a hurricane or during an emergency. You don't want to be stuck with the vegan food, right? You want to be able to have food that your family is going to, to eat. And so you know, going through that and not being prepared years and years ago before I even got, we, we even got into preparedness. And then looking back at how we've been able to manage other hurricanes that have come through, it's like we didn't even have to really go to the store if we didn't want to. I mean, we go because we, we top things off and we want to go ahead and, and buy a couple of things here and there that just make life a little bit more, uh, you know, uh, friendly for us you know as we're going into the storm but we don't have to if we don't need to and so i think that's so important so you that's what you want to be able to do you want to have these things in place so 
I guess as I'm ending here, I want you to just take some time to think about, hey, what would happen if I had multiple things happening in my life all at one time? And you can look at it from the personal preparedness aspect of it, like my job, you know, I lost my job and or my hours were cut back or, uh, you know, my my spouse lost their job or whatever it might be. Uh, you have you have all those types of things that you can start to think about. What would I do if this happened? What would I do if that happened? And start to if you do if you're not putting some plans down on paper, at least put some plans down in your head. And if you have a spouse that that is favorable to preparedness, that is a great topic to to kind of talk about and say, hey, what would we do in this situation? And what would we do in that situation? I think two heads are better than one. And so a lot of the times your spouse can come up with some great ideas that maybe you're not thinking about. And then think about those other big events, the ones that are a little bit more probable, right? So like, you know, if you there was a wildfire, maybe you're living in a, in a place that's prone to wildfire or you have blizzards or, you know, you have hurricanes and tropical storms and tornadoes and, and those types of things that, that wind up happening. You know, what would happen if that happened on top of something else happening and on top of something, you know, try to think about what are po- what's possible that could happen. And then, of course, we always think about the big ones, too. What would happen in a pandemic? Uh, what would happen there? Because then you have that going on. And then, um, you know, when I think back to the, uh, I think that was National uh, Geographics, Nat Geo, I think, maybe maybe it was Discovery Channel, when I think about uh, the, the show after Armageddon. And it was, you know, in that pandemic, you have all these things starting to to come up. You know, you've got the pandemic going and then people aren't going to work. And because people aren't going to work, you start having critical infrastructure start to fail. And then, you know, electricity and water and those types of things. And then you have this big old collapse. Right. And so you can possibly think that. But don't go there first. Right. Go to the things that are a little bit more probable. What if I lost my job? What if food started getting so, man, I'm telling you, I go to the grocery store and I buy food and I'm like, what in the world is going on? I'm like, <laughs> I come out with a few little bags and I'm over a hundred bucks. And I'm like, man, this is crazy. And and thank God I can afford this. I can't imagine other people who are struggling right now. I mean, there are people that are struggling and, and maybe they were barely making it a while back, but now Food prices have gone up and or the packages are are smaller. You know, I don't know if you've if you've really paid attention to that. If you haven't done any grocery shopping lately, you know, talk to your spouse if they do the grocery shopping and ask them, hey, have you noticed that packages are smaller or, you know, they they're, they cost the same, but they're smaller or they are. Uh, you know, they're the same size, but they're more expensive. And so you, you have that aspect. So what if you know, you couldn't afford, you know, the food that you were getting, right? And and what would that mean? And how would that affect? And on top of all the other things that, that go on there. And so start, start having these conversations and these thoughts, because I think that if you're able to think these through, if you're able to have a plan, if you're able to have a little bit of insight into it ahead of time, you're able to get through the situation a lot easier because you're already coming from having put some mental thought into it, right? You, you put some, you know, you put some effort into it already and it's so much easier to get on, get out on the other side. 
So guys, that's going to be it for this article. Again, it's coming to us from Beans, Bullets, Bandages, and You.com. And uh, go check that out. Go check out their site. They always have uh, you know great articles over there. Uh, and uh, I really appreciate what they're doing. Like so many other preparedness websites out there, if, if you get the chance, go visit their websites and let them know that, hey, I, I heard about your website. Todd read your article on the podcast. And uh, thanks so much for doing what you do. Because, you know, it's, it's crazy out there. Sometimes you're writing articles and uh, you might hear from people and you might not. And I think, you know, people that are taking the time and effort to do that, you know, just send them a quick little email, just like you guys send me, like, Todd, we appreciate the podcast. And because, you know, you leave reviews and things like that, you know, that's just, it It helps out tremendously just to that encouragement to continue going that, going, going that route and continue writing and preparing and, and, and providing things for the preparedness community, right? And so I would love for you if you would do that. Well, guys, I'm going to go ahead and end it there and say that that is it for episode 600. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. You can head on over to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com or you can just search for us in your favorite podcast catcher. You know, we we are available on all the major podcast networks and I'd love for you to subscribe. And if you haven't subscribed, go ahead and do that right now so you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. Hey, and if you are finding value in the podcast and what I'm doing in the preparedness community, I would love for a review on any of the podcast networks. You know, iTunes is the big one, but you know, Spotify, Stitcher, um, TuneIn, they all have that ability to leave a review and I greatly appreciate it. And uh, thank you for your support in that, in that aspect, in that respect. Hey, don't forget that if you're looking for more preparedness content, we have PrepperWebsite.com. I mean, that is where we post somewhere between 8 to 12 articles every single day. Great stuff that's out there. And there's no way that I can get to it all here on the podcast. So if you're looking for more preparedness content, if you're trying to up your game a little bit uh, in, in that, then head on over to Prepper Website. We have uh, all the, the main page where you're going to find all the articles, but then we also have specific pages devoted to like alternative news, frugal living, DIY, firearms, I mean, you know, even conspiracy theories. And those are all popular as well. And they seem like they're growing in popularity. So you can reach those on the right hand corner. You can just do the little drop down menu. And if you're looking to maybe get some more information on food storage, then I have a free course that you can take over at prepperwebsite.net. And so I would love for you to go check that out over there. And I'm going to put a link to that one in the show notes so that you can easily go over there and take that course. If you're wanting to get a little bit more information, you want a primer on how you can start your food storage, that is a great way that you can start. And I have some resources for you there as well. So uh, I will put a link to that in the show notes. All right, guys. So with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until next week, stay prepped and aware. Peace.